That's right. Oh, my voice is still struggling from the event Sunday. I'm not used to like 12 hours of talking in a row. That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks, to a Marcus Freeman talks about Notre Dame NIL. That should be interesting addition of the always Irish show. As always, you can find that program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. I don't know what you're waiting around for. There's people every day that watch every episode, but they just won't hit subscribe. I don't understand it. Give the video a thumbs up. That ups me as well. Notifications on. That way you're alerted every time a new episode drops. You don't want to miss it. Twitter, search bar, always Irish rat. Always Irish Inc. Emails, always Irish ID at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want me. You can give me the calling lines. 312. 988.15. You tell Johnny all you've heard and seen. Fighting Irish Wire every day. Type it in the computer. Stories about your favorite football team jump out. It's a magical thing, you guys. All right. Welcome in. Welcome back. As you all know, if you've watched my program over the summer, over the offseason, one of the main Threads, and it isn't just with Notre Dame. This is all over the country. One of the main topics of the offseason has been uh, based on how Notre Dame can compete in the modern NIL, pay for play, acquisition fee era. Where does Notre Dame fit in that? How can we land top end guys when their families are money hunting? All that kind of stuff. All right. It's been a conversation piece. All offseason. You don't have games to distract you. And the other main thing that gets you through the summer is recruiting. But that's tied to all this. So it's one in the same. It's just, it is a big sticking point and a big concern for all Notre Dame fans that are paying attention to the landscape and what's going on nationally and where Notre Dame's there and some of those challenges. Okay, so it looks like the fellas over at Blue and Gold have some quotes from Marcus on this topic. Um, Singer, Goolsby, I don't know who it was, Tyler, somebody over there. I want to make sure I give them full credit for the reporting and the access that they have on the inside with Blue and Gold. That's wonderful. So it looks like he talked to them and I saw some tweets about it and, and read about it. And Marcus says Notre Dame's not going to try and match everybody dollar for dollar and make all these promises, which is what we would expect. Notre Dame's not getting into blank check, pay for play, acquisition fee. Oh, they're not going to do it. So it's not a surprise to hear them say, you know, we're not looking to match dollar for dollar and make all these promises, you know, but we see the value in it overall. And, you know, we want to promote our, NIL the best we can, and and we believe in that, and we value it. Kind of saying, we're following the rules, and we want to be involved here. All right? So let's bring up another quote, because this is where I start to get, uh, it starts bugging me. So so the general impetus of the article was, or, or the interview, whatever, was just about, you know, Notre Dame's not going to sacrifice their values, but they realize we we know we got to be in that game. And talking about the overall value in Notre Dame, kind of the four for 40 thing, which I think needs to be renovated. 
You're not getting the same runoff that you did eight years ago, 10 years ago. You might need something new. Telling you it isn't work. It didn't work in the way it used to. Okay, so you might want to look at modernizing that. But let me bring up a quote, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna respond to it a, a couple different ways here. So here we have the the blue and gold on three uh, from Marcus on NIL. You could truly maximize off your NIL opportunities at Notre Dame, as well as anywhere in the country for how it's really supposed to be in place, okay? Now, the gold lettering here doesn't surprise me at all. That's bullet point stuff. They, the PR, tell them to say that, whatever. But I'm much more interested in the blue part, as well as anywhere in the country for how it's really supposed to be in place. That's interesting to me. So let's, uh, let's break this down. I have two responses to this quote from Marcus. Here's number one. Freeman alludes in his own words in the quote I just showed you to the idea that he knows it's open and rampant and that people are cheating the NIL system. He says it right there in the quote. That is not me guessing where Marcus's mind might be or extrapolating something he said and making more out of it. It's right there in his own words. He goes out of his way to mention, you can maximize NIL at Notre Dame as much as anywhere that's following the rules. It matters to me that he went there and said that. Okay. Now here's where this starts to bother me though. And I don't know if this is fair or not, but it's been bothering me. And now Marcus is doing it and it's bothering me. Okay, those of you, I oh, John never questions Marcus on anything. Well, here you go. If, here's my question. Other coaches, a lot of them, have said similar things, hinted to similar things in their press conferences or radio interviews or whatever. A bunch of coaches have gone public on the record and talked about the rule. Everybody isn't playing by the same rules. And we know people are bending them and doing illegal stuff and all that. Freeman said it. Multiple other coaches have said it too. Here's my question though. If the coach is doing it by the law clean, no, all this illegal stuff is going on and it bothers them so much. And it's holding them back from reaching their goals, doing it the right way. And it bothers them enough that they're going to say it in interviews or on the radio or on an ESPN thing or whatever. If it bothers them that damn much, why the hell doesn't anybody call out actual name schools in situations? Are you following me? If it hurts your ability to recruit and it's holding you back and you know what's going on and what schools are doing what and all of this, Call them out by name or stop complaining about it. That's about where I'm at with this NIL thing. I don't understand it. They all get out there and say, oh yeah, we're doing it clean, but we know we're up against this and that and this and this. They all know what schools are doing, what, where the money's coming from, how it's going and how it affects their individual recruitments with each of these guys and their families. These guys know those details because they're in those rooms. Hearing what's offered and being told to Marcus, 
If you're not in this ballpark, you ain't talking to our kid. So my, I'm sick of this coaches fraternity where they all go at each other and vaguely call this stuff out. But when the rubber hits the road, no names ever get dropped of coaches, boosters, schools, NILs that aren't legal or above board. How come none of those names and information come out? How come none of that information's leaking to the NCAA saying you better sniff around here because they're doing it so dirty nobody else can win anymore? So it's getting frustrating to me. If you're going to call it out, call it out. Don't half-ass it. Call it out. Take a stand and say, I'm getting sick of guys that are being recruited by this school being told all this money's up front. That ain't right. Take a stand, call it out, or don't mention the rules being broken and overcome it somehow. I got a problem living in the middle. If you know this is all going on and it's bugging you and you just take the high road and don't mention it, that's different. I don't like this half-assed stuff of Freeman and these other coaches alluding that they know how corrupt all these other people and places are being, but everybody's scared to drop a name or a school or put investigators on a track to go investigate where money's coming from, from a certain collective or whatever. I got a problem with that. I I don't like being in the middle. If you're going to call it out, call it out. Give a name, give a school, give a booster, name a situation. Bring attention to it. I don't like this half stuff. So either if you're going to mention it, call people out. and Or if you're not going to do that, then it must not be that big of a deal to you because you really don't want to bring big attention to it. I'm just sick of this little coach's fraternity. These guys are cutting every corner to make Marcus's life harder. Why doesn't he call him out instead of vaguely mentioning, oh, the coach's fraternity? That's what you hear. Well, underneath, they're all in it together and they look out for each other. That's bullshit. Marcus is having a harder time recruiting because of what they're doing. And he gets up there and is supposed to cover for them because they're all coaches. No. So I got a problem with that. If you're going to vaguely mention it, go all the way or don't mention it at all. Call somebody out. Again, just so you have an idea of how far this is going. Arizona has NIL set up for a 100K salary per scholarship guy per year. Arizona, who nobody cares about football at all. That's their ballpark for every scholarship guy. 100K minimum. And if you're a star, you can do more. That's where this is at on the on the on team NIL level. As far as recruiting, I've been mentioning this and I keep hearing stories about it. Families are now requiring thousands of dollars up front just for unofficial visits to your campus. And if you do not pay the family 15 grand or whatever, all the expenses and extra money, you are not even getting a chance to meet their kid. Forget. 
acquisition fees and like guaranteed NIL for signing. This is just to get a recruit to visit you unofficially. And it's like, if you're not doing it, you're not coming to, you're, you're not going to meet our kid. So you're not recruiting our kid if you're not doing it. And there's enough teams doing it that they have that leverage. Call them out. Call them out or stop mentioning that this isn't fair. You can't be in the middle. So don't mention it at all that anybody else is doing it illegal or mention it. Call people out one or the other. Say what's going on if it's that big of a deal to you. And if it isn't, keep your mouth closed and overcome it. Now, here's number two. That's number one. Here's number two issue I have with this. Saying Notre Dame's genuinely trying to do this and in our NIL, you could maximize it and make it a big deal at Notre Dame doing it right. If there, if what's going on now with Notre Dame's NIL counts as them genuinely trying to expand it, they're not doing a very good job. Okay, here's the deal, folks. Deal NIL deals with local South Bend diners where the linemen get all you can eat pancakes in the morning and ribs at night. That is not moving the NIL needle at all. And too many of our deals are like that. Okay, a little South Bend Dusty Diner that does not carry NIL weight. What does? Oh, John, you can't complain about something but not have solutions. Here you go. Deals with Mercedes Benz. That moves the needle. A deal, if the rumors are true, at Notre Dame re-ups with Under Armour, having national commercials play during every college and pro football game of the season that featured Notre Dame players wearing Under Armour gear in them that are on every TV in America for every football game, that moves the needle. Billboards on the Kennedy Expressway in Chicago with our best players on it for millions of people a year to see, that moves the needle. They get attention. Those businesses have brand cachet. Okay, give me a Range Rover deal. Give me a Mercedes deal. Give me a Rolex deal. Okay, there's no reason that Notre Dame can't have this be their NIL. Notre Dame has high-ranking people sitting in all of these businesses at a high decision-making level. Notre Dame degrees are worth that much. We have people up the ladder at all of these big, established, luxury, brand-recognition companies already. Worldwide brand names and exposure. That is Notre Dame's best chance to try and compete in NIL without pay for play. You got to move the damn needle. Mercedes does it. Rolex does it. Range Rover does it. Our guys on Under Armour commercials that play during every NFL game during the commercial breaks. That moves the needle. That moves the needle. You cannot be Notre Dame and expect to do all this in local little South Bend and, and think you're gonna that that's going to matter. Now, it might matter that the guys who have those deals, it actually is a good deal, and they're making some extra money, and it works for them. But as far as changing the national narrative, 
if you're not doing pay for play and paying for all these fees and all that, you got to find a way to make what you are able to do the most appealing it could be. A deal with Rolex moves the needle. A deal with Gucci or a luxury uh, clothier moves the needle. Range Rover, Mercedes, like I'm just looking at like high leverage brands. That moves the needle. I could see some guys having to think about turning down upfront money to think about what could be of them building a relationship as a, a teenager with one of these brands and where that could lead. Whether they make it to the NFL or not, that's a relationship that can last. That's Notre Dame's angle. But you can't have a free rib dinner deal for linemen at a South Bend diner and call that NIL. That is an absolute joke. Loud and proud with it, shoot bigger, and have nationally recognized brand names linked to our guys. That is the obvious path for Notre Dame here to do this legally and get some more attention with it, okay? It, it can't just be where you only hear about Notre Dame NIL if a player tweets that they got a deal. That's not moving the needle. Be loud and be proud and be out there and grow it legally, but offer something the other schools can't. Relationships with these luxury brands where Notre Dame has people sitting at eye levels all over the country. They got to think bigger. They have the network built in to make this a reality. I just don't know if there's not an appetite for it or nobody's doing that work. I've mentioned a million times, it'd be my dream job. Somebody who has better connections than me. Give me access to that alumni database and their contact info and where they work. And give me six months to work through that and pitch these people and come up with unique ideas based on their company and their product, how I could tailor it to Notre Dame and present them these ideas that are wins across the board for everybody involved. This is not hard to do. It takes effort though and proper messaging. Somebody hire me to do it. It'd be my life's mission to help get this in a more competitive air area for Notre Dame. I will drop everything and, and work till my hands fall off to get this done so we could succeed. So both of these points annoy me. Freeman's thing of kind of calling out people, but without saying anything annoys me. And saying, you know, you can maximize NIL here like better than anywhere else. Not if you're just in little old sleepy South Bend off the toll road. I love that little town, but you need to get into Indianapolis. You need to get into Chicago. If you really want to piss people off, do some things at Columbus. That's what you need to do. Get into New York. Get into LA. Get into that market. I'm not saying this has to be bigger than just South Bend for Notre Dame to compete if they're not offering a straight up money. You got to come up with something bigger on the legal end. This is it. You tell a kid. You get a deal with Rolex right off the bat. Luxury brand, a commercial of oh, the guy sitting there kneeling at the grotto looking at the Rolex. What time do I need to go get ready for the game? You could build a big romantic Rudy scene into it about it's almost game time and him checking his Rolex on campus. 
walking through and taking the watch off before the game and do a silhouette of him playing great. And the first thing he does after the game as a winner at Notre Dame is slap that Rolex back on and hit the town or something, dude. Get creative. Somebody with power, tell them to give me a meeting so I can pitch this. It's a no-brainer. I've been saying this is Notre Dame's path since the day the court system said NIO was legal three summers ago. I said, if they're not already working on this database, somebody's dropped the ball there needs to be relieved of their duties. So I don't know, you guys. I don't know. Uh, there is a way to do this for Notre Dame to stay above board and be way more appealing with what they could offer. I don't know if nobody's told them. I don't know if they don't want to do it. I don't know if they're going to do it, and it's just slow, but I'm not happy with where it is. But I ain't looking for no all-you-could-eat Waffle House deal off the toll road. Get serious. I thought Notre Dame was modern and luxury and classy. Where's the Mercedes deal? Where's the Gucci deal? Where's the Range Rover deal? Where's the BMW deal? Give me that Rolex. Think bigger. This is Notre Dame. Bigger things are possible, but you got to be in it to win it. And Marcus, I love you. And I feel bad that you're here and you got to fight all this illegal stuff and, and you're not able to go there and you're trying to do it clean. But I'm telling you, dude, I don't like it when you half-ass call people out. Either don't mention it at all and do it your way clean or mention it and go all the way and go, you know, I'm sick of guys coming here saying this and this and this school are offering them this stuff up front. Are you going to do it? And if not, start calling people out. I'm sick of these coaches complaining, but when the rubber meets the road, they cover for each other. It either bothers you enough to blow the whistle on them or it doesn't. I'm not letting you play it in the middle anymore. Have a good one. Let